0: Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is December 2nd, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Great to be back with you again uh, on another great day of basketball. You know, on Wednesday, we had a great nine-game slate of games. On Tuesday, we had a great five-game slate of games. I wouldn't really say great because it was only five games. When it's five games... Not much rookie action, but let me just skim over the top rookies from Tuesday on the five-game slate, and then we'll kick it right into Wednesday's nine-game slate, just like that. Now, we have five rookies that play well, well, four, really. The news and notes from Tuesday are um, Zaire Williams, the Grizzlies, very young, talented rookie, 10th pick overall. He was out that game with knee soreness. So that's something to keep an eye out on. We haven't heard how long he's going to be out officially. But knee soreness is never a good thing. And he's already questionable for Thursday's game. So we'll have to keep an eye out on that. But on for our four standouts, Cam Thomas had 12 points in 21 minutes. And he was playing well out there with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant made Julius Randle fall and then passed it to... Uh, Cam Thomas, he hit the jump shot. He hit the three-pointer, and I mean, it was just a sweet play, and it's great to see him fitting right in with Kevin Durant and James Harden. Uh, that's great for a rookie. They clearly like him, and I could see eventually on down the line he could be starting with his team if he keeps up and keeps gaining their confidence. Also, Scotty Barnes had a huge performance with 19 points, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals, four blocks. That's incredible production. Four blocks is like – that's kind of unheard of. Like, that's not normal at all. And uh, and if you do have four blocks, normally you have, like, three points and ten rebounds and four blocks. He had 19 points, seven rebounds, three assists, two steals, four blocks. He's, like, a computer-generated player to be making all these uh, stats and game impact, everything. Scotty Barnes is, like, the perfect rookie right now. <clears throat> it's just incredible how he's playing so early into his career. No one really saw this coming. I mean, I'm probably the person that's the highest on Scotty Barnes, and I didn't even see it coming this fast. So just props, props, props to Scotty Barnes. Also, Kate Cunningham with the breakthrough performance with 26 points, seven rebounds, and three blocks. You know, that is huge as well. Um, and Kate is not really known for blocks. <laughs> you know, he's known for kind of rebounds, kind of assists. But you know, twenty-six and seven with three blocks is a tremendous game as well for Cade. So they are really showing out. These rookies are, you know, ready for prime time. And right now, it's Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley. Really, they are really in a tight chase for that rookie of the year trophy. You know, they're coming after it. Um, but you know, I will say, Cade did have six turnovers in this game. So. That's one of the knock- knocks that's been on him coming into, uh, from college to the NBA. But it is what it is. You can't um, be too nitpicky. I mean, he's still less than 20 games into his career. <clears throat> so I believe it's something he will improve on. And also I have to mention Davion Mitchell with eight points and two steals. Had a really good performance <clears throat> on Tuesday and we'll get to Davion again on Wednesday's nine game slate. as we get straight to it like it's nothing to it. But should I I'll mention my three G League standouts first? Let's go ahead and four of them. Let's get that out of the way first. So on Tuesday, Sandro Mamuklesvelli dropped a team high 28 points for the uh, Milwaukee Bucks G League squad, and he's a guy that I feel can't be playing in the NBA right now, but As I mentioned earlier in the week, they signed Boogie Cousins. So that just moves him on back (laughs) to an even harder path to minutes. So, And originally, he was signed to a two-way contract. So this was the plan for Milwaukee. Uh, Even though there was a path for minutes with Brook Lopez out, you know, the plan was for him to stay in the G League. That's Sandro, as I'm talking about until probably next year, and then bring him in, and so that looks like they're sticking to the plan with that. Now, DJ Stewart, rookie for the Sacramento Kings G League squad, had 29 points four assists, and this is his second big game uh, for the G League, and so this is a really good positive sign. He was undrafted, had a hard path to get to the NBA, but putting up big numbers like this can only help. His only negative is He's on the Kings, and he's a guard. So it's really loaded at the position. So I don't see him really finding a way on the roster unless there's injuries or a trade. Sticking with the Kings, Nemeus Kata, their 40th pick in the draft by the Kings, 41st pick in the draft for the Kings. He had 23 points, 14 rebounds, and two assists. Huge game. Uh, The other game, he's had seven blocks. So Nemeus Kata is really starting to shine in the G League, and you know, once again, this, the Kings are loaded with centers as well, <laughs> but Nemean Esqueda has a bright future, so I would not be surprised if he does see some minutes. Uh, if Maybe in the next month or two, because he's playing really well, and the Kings are not going anywhere. Finally, <clears throat> on Wednesday night, got the alert, Jared Butler had another great game with 26 points, 9 assists, and 3 steals. That's for the Utah Jazz summer uh, G League team, Salt Lake City. Uh, and, you know, he's just a guy that clearly should be playing in the NBA as a backup to Mike Conley. But he, you normally when you see him on the stat sheet, he's getting three minutes when he's on the Utah Jazz. So <clears throat> he's a player that definitely should be getting minutes. And when it happens, just know it could have been happening all season long. <laughs> but it will happen. It will come. And it'll be rare for Mike Conley to stay healthy for the whole year not wish an injury on him, but you know, it's not the norm for Mike Conley to stay healthy all year, and he's a lot older, so even if he's healthy, he could be rested, so we will see. Now, starting with Wednesday's nine-game slate, first I'll start with the Houston Rockets. They defeated the OKC Thunder, 114-110. to Now, for the Rockets, as we know, Jalen Green is out with the Hamstring injury, and so they do have Alperin Sangoon out there. He only played 13 minutes, had five points, two rebounds, four assists, one steal, two blocks. So, now, (laughs) you see these numbers. You're like, the points are low, but, like, the production all around is like, wow, that's pretty good production all around. Four assists in 13 minutes, two blocks in 13 minutes. Yes, he could be doing a lot of this and a lot more in more minutes. but the Rockets are not giving him the minutes. Uh, and this is with Daniel Tice coming off the bench. Originally, Sangoon was the backup to Tice because Tice is going to start. But now they're not even starting Tice and they're still not playing Sangoon that many minutes. So uh, the Rockets have their own theory of how they're going to you know, work their rookies into the lineup. But Only Coach Silas truly knows what they're doing. Uh, And this is without Jalen Green as well. So there's two open slots in that starting lineup, and they're still not going with Josh Christopher or Alex Perkinson. And Josh Christopher did play 16 minutes, had 10 points, five rebounds, one assist, but he easily could have started this game. But instead, they signed Garrison Matthews, who was cut, uh, by another team, and it was just a free agent on the street. They signed Garrison Matthews recently. This is like his third game with them, and he started, played 36 minutes and had 14 points. That's insane. Uh, so I don't know what the Rockets are thinking. Like, is Garrison Matthews your, f- your future, or is Josh Christopher your future? Is uh, Al and Goon your future, or is Daniel Tice Uh, your future who still played more minutes than him so the Rockets really need to get this situation straight otherwise it's just going to be a headache all season so now for the OKC Thunder who seem to be doing everything right with their rookies because they're giving them a ton of minutes um, Jeremiah Robinson Earl played 34 minutes had 12 points nine rebounds four assists one steal and this is the Jeremiah Robinson Earl type of game that we've come to expect. Good, solid numbers all around. Nothing too outstanding, but just solid all around. And that's what you can expect whenever he gets big minutes. Now, I will say Josh Giddey was out because he was sick for this game. So that brought in Trey Mann coming off his last huge performance, breakout performance. He's back again. He started, played 32 minutes. This game, not as great as the last one, but still decent. He had 11 points and two rebounds <clears throat> and, you know, he went four for 13 from the field. So he definitely cooled off in this game, but for him to start and get that experience is still great for him and his progression. So we'll see if Josh Giddy has to sit out again. I, you know, I think it was just a regular sickness. I didn't hear anything about COVID. It just said illness. So uh, we will see if man gets another opportunity to start. And even if he doesn't, Long as he's getting consistent minutes, that's something that he was not getting. So that would be good to see. Now they also have Aaron Wiggins, who played 10 minutes and only had one rebound, no other stats. So, you know, he had that one really good game, and since then he's kind of tailed off in all his production. And he's got a ways to go before he is fantasy relevant or just actual NBA team relevant, (laughs) unfortunately but uh, next game we had the Dallas Mavericks and they just stomped a mud hole in the New Orleans Pelicans, 139 to 107. That is insane. And, and hey, the Mavericks finally played their rookie. Uh, Eugene Omorui played five minutes. He only had one rebound and one assist, but hey, he only played five minutes. So But that still was great to see because he's been playing really well in the G League and he finally got an opportunity to get some minutes even though it was in a blowout. (laughs) But whenever you see a rookie in the lineup, it's, it's all good. It's all good. You just want more and more, more and more. Now for the Pelicans, let's see. Herb Jones started once again, played 26 minutes, only had three points. That's disappointing. Did have four rebounds, one assist, one steal, and one block. So at least he put up some type of numbers in the other categories, but he went one for eight from the field. So he killed you with your field goal percentage. Now, if it makes you feel any better, Jonas Valanciunas also went one for eight from the field. So uh, it was just a horrendous game for the New Orleans Pelicans. Nothing you can do but throw this one in the trash. But we do have Trey Murphy as well. He played 18 minutes. And he scored five points, had two rebounds, two assists. So, I mean, still not much production. But, you know, I've talked up Trey Murphy all year, especially since summer league and preseason. He deserves to be starting. He deserves to be getting minutes. He deserves to be getting shots on his team. And some of you may hate me for (laughs) my love for Trey Murphy because he has not done anything all season. But I will tell you, I was offered I have Trey Murphy in my dynasty league. I was offered a trade for Alec Burke, uh, Derek Rose, and a second round pick, because we do rookie drafts for Trey Murphy. All three of those for Trey Murphy. Right now, Alec Burke, way better than Trey Murphy. Derek Rose, way better than Trey Murphy. Second round pick, I could probably find someone that could do better than what Trey Murphy's doing right now. I declined the trade because I still believe in Trey Murphy III. So I'm practicing what I preach, okay? (laughs) Trey Murphy III will get there. It's just Pelicans team. I don't know if they need a new coach, a new system, what? But I'm not giving up hope on Trey Murphy, so don't you either, okay? (laughs) The Pelicans are just a mess. So moving on to the next game, the Cleveland Cavaliers defeated the Miami Heat 111-85. to For the Cleveland Cavaliers, we have to go to our guy, Evan Mobley, who had a huge performance. 17 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, and once again, 4 blocks. So the stat of the week is blocks. <laughs> but 17-11-4 is ridiculous. He shot 50% from the field. And not only that, two for three from the three-point range. That is insane for a center slash power forward. And not only that, five for five from the free throw line. Now, this if Shaq was playing in these times, or if we went back to 1993, 1992, when Shaq was a rookie, he would have these type of dominant stats, but his free throws definitely would not be five for five. So it just shows you how the game has changed. Big men can shoot now for the most part. Jared Allen, for instance, went five for five from the free throw line as well. But I'm just truly impressed by Evan Mobley. And like I said, with Cade, Scotty, these three rookies have been nothing but incredible. It's nothing else you can say about that. Next game we have... Wait... I got to finish on the Miami Heat, but I, I, you see how I wanted to skip them? Because they don't play rookies. <laughs> but they did play Omer Yurt 7. Four minutes, he had two points and two rebounds and one block. That was pretty good production in four minutes. So, you know, like I said, the Cavs beat the Heat and it was a blowout as well. I guess that's why Yurt 7 got four minutes instead of his usual two or three minutes. <laughs> but <clears throat> not there's never much news about the Miami Heat rookies. Now to the next game. The Boston Celtics defeated the Philadelphia 76ers 88 to 87. For the Sixers, no rookies played. Charles Bassey, DNP, after he showed so much promise, but they're fully healthy with their big man. So there's not a path for Bassey to get minutes right now. He really should be in the G League so he can continue to develop. But uh, he's a great talent that just needs to find opportunity. And Jaden Springer's in the G League, so I don't know why Bassie isn't there with them, especially when Embiid is healthy. Now, for the Celtics as well, their um, rookie is overseas, so there's no one of note for the Celtics. <clears throat> they played an interesting lineup here, and it's interesting seeing Indus Cantor's name on the Box score as freedom because he did change his name to Enos Cantor Freedom. So uh that's pretty much all the news from the Celtic side of this game. Next game, Washington Wizards defeated the Minnesota Timberwolves 115 to 107 for Minnesota. Landro Balmoro, he's he's been getting consistent minutes. You know, he got 16 minutes tonight. Had two points, and that's it. No other stats all around the board, so that is not good. Um, But, you know, he's getting some opportunity to show off what he can do, even though it's not been much thus far with the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's the only rookie on the roster on the stat sheet tonight. For the Wizards, Corey Kispert played 11 minutes, had two points and four rebounds. Once again, just the limited minutes is not much he can do. Uh, he really is probably needs to be on a winning team where he can just play a role, like a J.J. Reddick role. But on this Wizards team, playing 11 minutes, you're not going to get much from Corey Kispert. So we'll see what happens. I mean, they probably get better use of him in the G League as well and just playing IVA more minutes on the Wizards. But... Oh well, next game the Orlando Magic defeated the Denver Nuggets 108 to 103. For the Nuggets, Bones Highland was out in this one. I believe he has covid or is a close contact. So that's unfortunate. So another huge headline for our rookies, uh promising rookie out due to safe, health and safety protocols. For the Magic, and I have to start off with this for the Magic, you know, it was a horrible news that we had on Tuesday that Jalen Suggs broke his thumb and he'll be out possibly four to eight weeks. Um, They chose to not have surgery, they announced today. So they're going to try to let it heal on its own and come back two weeks and reevaluate. And then it's in two week intervals where they'll keep evaluating. Hopefully this is the right decision and doesn't push his season back any further because a lot of times when you don't, go ahead and just have the surgery. And you think it's going to heal on its own, and it doesn't, and then it doesn't. And then you still have to have the surgery, and you just wasted all that time. So hopefully, we're just hoping for the best for Jalen Suggs. He was, I believe he was starting to get a groove, starting to find himself and play better. And now he finally, you know, got to that point, and it's out. So that's unfortunate. But he will be back. Trust me. Jalen Suggs is a baller. He'll be fine. Now, Franz Wagner for the Magic. Did play with his consistent stats with 15 points, three rebounds, five assists, three steals, and one block. So another good game from Franz Wagner. And he's only going to have more scoring opportunities now with Jalen Suggs out. Well, potentially, because, you know, you have Cole Anthony, and he's going to jack up some shots, which he did, 10 for 21 from the field. So that's why Franz Wagner, that's probably why his production went down, because Cole Anthony came in. Jalen Suggs went out, but you can count on Franz Wagner to be pretty consistent and put you, you know, have you a safe game. That's 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 what I wanted to say. <laughs> For the Atlanta Hawks, the next game, the Hawks defeated the Indiana Pacers, 114 to 111. On the Hawks, no rookies. <laughs> They're all in the G League. Sharif Cooper, Jalen Johnson. And Jalen Johnson, I saw a stat that he is leading the G League in rebounds. So that's great to see. Want to see him get minutes on the Hawks soon, but we will see when that happens. For the Pacers, Chris Duarte did start tonight. There was an injury, um, so he was able to start. So that's good. Um, just, just, I know Justin Holliday is injured, so yes. Or he was out with COVID, one of the two. But either way, Chris Duarte got to start ended up playing 35 minutes, but only had 11 points, two rebounds, two assists, and one steal. When Duarte plays 35 minutes, we have kind of gotten spoiled to him because early in the season, he was putting up closer to 20 points per game. But, you know, in this game, Malcolm Brogdon ended up taking all the shots and DeMontis a bonus. So there was not many scraps left over for Caris LeVert or Chris Duarte, so it's a pretty solid game when you figure. Cassavirt had six points. <laughs> so Chris Duarte's 11, you can't really complain too much about. <clears throat> Next game, we had the uh, Milwaukee Bucks defeat the Charlotte Hornets 127 to 125. And this game was a thriller. Came down to the last second. LaMelo and Giannis were going back to back with clutch shots. And at the end of the day, the Hornets just did not have enough time. And they almost still won at the buzzer on a half-court heave. So that was a truly great game. But once again, the Hornets are not playing their rookies, So there's no news up here. But I will say James Booknight and Kai Jones are not on the box score stat sheet, but JT Thor is. So that's interesting that they had Thor here just in case possibly – you know, worst-case scenario, he can guard Giannis or try to, possibly. That's probably why he was on there and the other two weren't. But, you know, something to keep an eye out on. I know P.J. Washington just got back, and Miles Plumley is out. So, I don't know. It, you would think Kai Jones would be there as well, but who knows? Now, for the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Georgios Kas- Kalatzakis, is a DMP, and Sandra Momoclesvelli was a DMP, so no rookies in this game at all on either side. We hate that, but it is what it is. <clears throat> now, for our ninth and final game, it's a blowout right now. The Kings are up 99-80 to 80 with 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. For the Kings, right now, Davion Mitchell, balling out of control. He has 20 points, three rebounds, two assists, and one steal, and that's with... 11 minutes left in the game. That is great production. He's only played 17 minutes and has 20 points. I can't wait to see what he ends up with. Uh, and that's crazy that, you know, the Kings, man, they're a mess. <clears throat> they're starting um, Terrence Davis, who had a great game as well. In 22 minutes, he has 17 points. So, but why are you why are you starting Terrence Davis over Davion Mitchell? It's almost laughable at this point. Um yeah, anyway, <laughs> great performance by Davion Mitchell. Glad to see it. And once his offense is straight, uh, the there's no looking back for Davion Mitchell. I mean, he's on a star-studded path if his offense is right. And he went 7 for 9 from the field, you know, as I said, still with 10 minutes left. I mean, he does that, look out. But there, there is a highlight you may see of him guarding Eric Bledsoe From inbound, like, from the second Eric Bledsoe gets the ball, he has to take it all the way up court. Davion Mitchell is hounding him, just making his life hell. (laughs) And then he finally gets to, you know, across half court, around the three-point range, tries to make a pass. Davion steals it, knocks it ahead to Tyrese Halliburton for the nice reverse layup. And, I mean, you could just tell – It is torture for these guys going against Davion Mitchell because he's so young, athletic, and he wants to be great at defense. And he is doing everything in his power to be great at defense. And, you know, these veterans, like Eric Bledsoe, they're not trying to be guarded 98 feet from the hoop, 94 feet. Um, So they're like, man, if you don't go on somewhere, like, calm down. But Davion is, you know, giving it to him every night. Whoever he's up against, he's like the gnat that's pestering them. And you have to love that. You know the Kings love that. But uh, clearly not enough to start him. So (laughs) come on, Kings. Get your life together. But they are blowing out the Clippers. So what can you say? Now, for the Clippers, we do have exciting news. Brandon Boston. And I told you this on Monday's episode or Tuesday's episode. The last episode, I told you, B.J. Boston scored 46 points in the G League. And I told you, next game, look for him to be on the roster, possibly getting minutes. He has played 23 minutes thus far, has 13 points, three rebounds, one assist, one steal. So he's out here. And that's I told you this would happen. I mean, I wish I knew the lottery picks like this. But, you know, it happened with Cam Thomas. It's happened with a couple other players. When you have a breakout performance like this in a G League, the team takes note, and here he is on the roster, and he's performing well, 50% from the field. And it's it's 9 minutes and 22 seconds left for him to get even more points. I'm very happy that B.J. Boston made a name for himself with that G League breakout performance, and now he's shining on the real Clippers team. Now, I have to also say Keon Johnson is getting minutes. I mean, it's it's limited. <laughs> he's only played three minutes, but he's played three minutes. He originally was getting a lot of DMPs or just with the G League. So it's great to see that he's in the game as well. Now, mind you, this is a 19-point blowout at this point. So you can't look too much into it, but you can look into B.J. Boston's 23 minutes. I mean, he's the 4th highest minutes played in this game <clears throat> it's Weird to me they're not playing Terrence Mann more minutes but whatever um BJ Boston great 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 to see him getting big minutes so that covers our nine game slate uh Wednesday's games now I'll go over my top performers of the night so I start with I'll give it to Jeremiah Robinson Earl with his 12 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, and 1 steal performance. Really great game. Uh, I, should I give it to uh, Trey Mann? I'll throw him in there. Trey Mann with 11 points and his 2 rebounds. Now, of course, Evan Mobley with a huge breakout performance. So I don't even know if he says breakout performance is becoming the norm for him, but 17 points, 11 rebounds. Four assists, one steal, and four blocks. You probably can go ahead and name him the rookie of the night. That's just incredible production. I have to mention Franz Wagner with his 15 and five with three steals and one block. Great performance. Now, I have to mention Chris Duarte, even though it wasn't amazing, but 11 points, two rebounds, two assists, and finally for the final two, which the eight minutes left in the game, but Davion Mitchell has 20 points, three rebounds, two assists, one steal. And BJ Boston has 13 points and three rebounds as of now. So this nine game slate, clearly, you know, I mentioned Tuesday's slate was, had four rookies that performed great. Wednesday with the nine games, you see a lot more opportunity, and minutes and production from rookies because you have more of a chance that something happens because not every team plays rookies, as you can see, which sucks. But, you know, so it's like a catch-22. You love it when it's a huge slate, but you also hate it when it's a huge slate because you wish the games were more spread out. But days like this, we have to embrace it and take note of all the action that happened Hope Jalen Suggs gets well soon. Hope Jalen Green gets well soon. This hamstring. And that'll do it for today's show. I just have to thank you all so much for listening. Uh, If you like the show, tell a friend to tell a friend. I truly appreciate every comment, like, review, subscribe. Uh, You know, just keep keep showing me love. I appreciate it. And I would love to interact with you as well. Hit me up on Twitter, at WilliamIsBill. On Instagram. The Instagram is the rookie podcast. Uh, so, any questions you have, I love to answer them. All that good stuff. Thank you so much, and I'm out of here. Until next time, peace.